Super Talk Mississippi media production. Yeah, I saw the line. I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Never recorded that. <laughs> this is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey, Dad, and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Wednesday morning, I'm sorry. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day at the, the right way. The trip to the drive through at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or Brupolo over there in Tupelo. It would be kind of weird if Brupolo was, you know, it was in Laurel. We talked to Charles Cross today. Brulaurel, it doesn't work. Labrew, it doesn't work. So, yep, got to keep it here in Tupelo. All right, Brick City, Brick City's Madison. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of it's something between the bricks. Between right? the bricks was the stadium. Between Laurel. the brews. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to make it work. Well, wherever you are in the state, if you're in Laurel or anywhere, you can get Strange Brew Coffee House shipped right to your door. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place your order. Whatever kind of coffee machine is in your house, they've got a coffee for you at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to shop Mississippi's bis, biggest, big, biggest and best. That works. Biggest and best? Let's go with that. Biggest and best selection of maroon and white merchandise. Two locations will serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowa by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Whatever you're looking for for yourself, your house, or your car, or your tailgate, they've got you covered at College Corner. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It technically is Taco Tuesday, but with this weather, I don't know about I don't know about sitting out on the porch. Maybe maybe next week. But tomorrow will be Wing Wednesday, and there's always great specials at, at Humble Taco for you to check out. This weekend, if you're up here for baseball, make sure you've got a trip to Humble Taco on your list of things to do. A great lunch idea for you is is going to be Firehouse Subs. Firehouse Subs always a great choice for lunchtime, and of course they make it so easy with the app. Download the free app today. Place your order so that you can just come in, pick up your sandwich, and go. And you pile up reward points faster than just about any other app out there. It's the Firehouse Subs app. They've got locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Madison and Flowood. Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk. Hello. We've seen each other quite a bit today. We we have uh, we've been to pro day together. We've had lunch together. Getting tired of you, Brian. Well, you know we've had enough of each other. You know you're not the only, you're not the first one to ever tell me that. I go ahead and promise you that. We'll talk about pro day tomorrow on uh, on Thunder and Lightning. We'll recap all that, and of course spring practice uh, will be starting on Thursday. So we'll, we'll we'll do a little spring practice talk as well. We'll just jump right into the rumblings. A lot of good questions uh, this week. We'll start off with our friend Colton Watson, who wants to know. Would it be weird if Brupolo was in hot coffee, Mississippi? No, that would actually that would, fit. That would fit. I can live with that. I mean, it wouldn't be Brupolo, but no. we you can. It could be. I mean, here's the thing: you, you can it make just be strange coffee, Mississippi. I mean, you can make strange brew anywhere. Yeah, uh, Brupolo just fit because of Tupelo and just right. Like, but you can have they that. But there were other cities where you could put a the word brew in there and it would work. Hattiesburg, you know. Something like Hattiesburg. that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe... Brugeland. Maybe he can work hand-in-hand hand with Robert St. John in Hattiesburg, and they can have, like, a coffee shop slash... Right, now we're talking. You know, That's, Robert's always got some some something mixed in there. So yeah. it could be a coffee shop slash axe-throwing place or something, you know? 
I don't know, coffee shop axe throwing. Get all hyped up and then start throwing it. I mean, did you expect to see what he's done in, in Fondrum right. with the bowling alley in the movie theater? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He is an innovator. Do you think we win on Saturday with Landon Sims, ergo beef pitches on Saturday? Or would Ares have hurt us enough to lose? Do you think we would win with Stone Simmons? That's the thing. Like it was it was a double double uh double shot there. It's you walk the bases and then you you have defensive lapses. So it's it's sort of one or the other. If you don't have the errors, you win. If you don't have the walks, well the errors don't cost you as much and you probably still win. So I mean, yeah, in retrospect, knowing that you're gonna lose eleven to nothing on Friday, it didn't really matter who you pitched on Friday. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, Preston Johnson probably pitches you a different game and you have a chance to win, but that's just the way that it goes. You can't you can't second guess that at this point. I mean Preston Johnson did just fine. Yeah. He did his job. You're down four to nothing with him in the game. And I mean, you you weren't scoring runs, so that was kind of the issue. It wasn't really the starting pitcher, but you know, I uh, on my my weekend rotation, I like my top two guys to go Friday and Saturday. Yeah, the two guys that you believe in the most, and I think I, I'm not speaking for Chris Amonis here, but I think most people believe in Preston Johnson and Cade Smith more than Parker Sinnett right now. And I, I just think that you need those two to kind of keep you in the ball game, um, as opposed to, you know, what they've gotten so far. One more here from uh, Colton Watson. I feel like with this lineup, State has a chance to win any game they play in, especially once Logan Tanner gets going again. How do you feel about this team if Casey Hunt is a weekend guy with Sinet locking down the midweek? Are you an SEC dark horse at that point? Very dark. I've I've said you know I've said before I, I think that. Just adding Casey Hunt to the mix, if he can come through and be healthy and be really good, could change the whole season for Mississippi State. Yeah, because if he, you know, even if he's back into the bullpen guy, that's a guy that can come in behind one of these starters, and you feel like he can shut a game down. And right now, you don't believe in anybody to do that. If State has a three to two lead in the seventh inning right now. You don't feel good about anybody coming out of the bullpen. I mean, is there anybody that you th- – No. I mean – Literally, no. There's nobody that I can say he can pitch three more innings and State's going to win this ball game. You know, last year you knew, like, Preston Johnson came in the ball game and then Landon Sims. When it got to the bullpen, if you had a lead, you felt really good about it. I, I don't feel that way for Mississippi State. I agree. But even if they had – if you had Casey Hunt – Pitching on the weekend with with Smith and uh, Preston Johnson and Casey Hunt is what they've expected him to be and what he was in the fall and you're getting you're getting six innings from him on Sunday or whatever you got to feel really good about your chances on the weekend he he would change everything but it's just we haven't seen it from him so we don't know but yeah a healthy and a productive Casey Hunt would be a a big deal for Mississippi State. Stuff. I mean, yeah, it's got to be close. Uh, our friends from the Cheese Fry Capital of the World account, who is also Colton Watson. Yes. You have to eat one type of fry for the rest of your life, although how you eat them is up to you. I mean, is there another way to eat them other than putting it in your mouth and chewing? I don't know the answer to that. You can put them in a blender and uh, blend it up and make it a smoothie, I guess. Drink it out of a straw. If a you mashed want to. potatoes smoothie. If you want to. Okay. It's a free country. Straight, crinkle cut, curly, Cajun. Sweet potato, steak, waffle, or shoestring? I think it's either going to be curly fry or Cajun fry. 
See, or some kind of seasoning. Just yeah, it's just fries with seasoning. It's going to be a crunchy fry though. Oh yeah, I, I'm. I'm not much for mush. Not a huge like steak fry or yeah, like oh, no, a no, lot no. of potato. No, no, no. I, I want more crunch. I want more fried yeah. than I do get just, potato. Just curly. If fries. I wanted potatoes, I would get a mashed potatoes or, or yeah. a baked potato. I'm just gonna go with regular old French fries. Just just well 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 crispy though. You know, it depends on what the fry is. There's there's so many different kind of fries. The one thing I like about McDonald's is their fries. I, I really it's like you. and I but I I will not eat them. I will not pay for them. I'll say that. Okay. Um, so I mean, it's just it really just depends on the on the fry where it's coming from. Most fad most fast food joints have good French fries. All right, now you have to eat one type of cheese for the rest of your life. Although what you eat it with, it's up to you. Do you go nacho, queso, mozzarella, cheddar, eat them or other? You know, I'm not a, a cheese snob. Okay, so. I don't know. I mean, I, I like queso. If we're going to go that direction, and that's a, a, you know, that's melted cheese for dipping, pretty much. But you can put it on other stuff. I'm gonna, I, I, I go queso. See, my first thought is pepper jack, but when the, the next question is, we have to use our answers to construct a perfect cheese fry dish. I don't know about pepper jack. Like, just grated pepper jack on cheese? I don't know about that. Like, when I think of cheese fries, I want, like, liquid cheese. Yes, me too. So I guess I'm going to have to go queso. And then so you can put whatever toppings you want there. I am super simple. All right? To me, the best kind of cheese fries is this. Cheese, bacon, mm-hmm. buffalo sauce, ranch. Okay. That's I'm what I want. Not as big on the buffalo sauce, but the ranch I can deal with. I dip my fries. I don't I do not do ketchup. I do buffalo sauce. Okay. I mean, whatever floats your It's butt. good. It's good. I like I like to I like I like ranch on just about anything. So yeah, all right. Delvin Irwin asks Delvin Irwin. That's a tongue twister, Delvin. Why do some baseball teams have third base line as the home dugouts and others the first base line? Doesn't first base make more sense? Shorter run after lineouts, pop outs, and so on. I don't have the answer to that. I thought you were going to have like a great answer here. I, I don't I don't know I don't know why they do that. To be honest with you. You know, did, didn't Mississippi State have the first base dugout at one point? I don't remember. The state's always been third base as far as uh, back as I, I can remember. I thought they had a. I, heard, I thought they had the first base dugout at the old stadium at one point. Not that I remember. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not. I, I'm I right. could be wrong too. But I, I thought at one point they did. But I, I mean, I, I could be wrong as well. I probably am. I'm, I'm wrong a lot. Are, are you okay? Yeah. What are you looking at? Nothing. I'm just okay. It seems like you're a little distracted. All right. Rob Hadaway asks, which would be wor- at worst at hiring head coaches, MSU Twitter or MSU Facebook? I don't deal with MSU Facebook. Uh, that's, a, that's a cesspool there. It's got to be rough. You you should see some of the, the Bulldogs 247 Facebook comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just I, – I like sometimes I'm like, do these people really follow Mississippi State sports? Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of hard. So to, then what would be worse, Facebook? Facebook, okay. yes. Okay. I feel like Twitter the Twitter is like the people most of the people in the know. Yeah. Facebook seems to be kind of your casual fan. That, that there's a lot of people on there that just don't seem to follow things closely and they don't really know what's going on in the grand scheme of things. Um I'm not saying that to be condescending or anything. It's just that's the impression I get from some of these people that comment on these Facebook pages. 
I mean, it's it's nuts. And I'm not in any of those Mississippi State fan groups or yeah. whatever. I know there's several media people in there that share their stories. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I'll just I'll just keep everything to Twitter and the website and Facebook. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into those groups. This is next question is one of the great movie questions of all time from Rob Attaway. At the end of Teen Wolf. When Scott Howard is shooting the free throws, why does Mick get to stand behind the basket directly in front of him, staring him down? I've been wondering that for decades. They make their own rules. I, I mean, mean that, that, literally, that is a Why was a literal wolf... Not a literal wolf, a werewolf. Well, I mean, but it was he was an animal running around, dribbling a basketball, dunking on people. Yeah. I, that's not real either, so, I mean, it's just... So, so uh, somebody can't identify as a wolf? And, and, and 20, it's twenty twenty two. I mean, let's you, say we got all sorts of things being identified. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Another one from Rob Hadaway. Rank these Jerry Reed songs: Amos Moses, Eastbound and Down, When You're Hot, You're Hot, She Got the Gold Mine, I Got the Shaft, and The Bird. Okay, so the only two I know is Eastbound and Down and When You're Hot, You're Hot. Okay, then I can I can handle this. I'm gonna but, go, but mine's gonna be Eastbound and Down, and then When You're Hot, I'm going You're Hot. When You're Hot, You're Hot one. Okay, then Eastbound and Down, She Got the Gold Mine. Amos Moses, the bird. Yeah, I, I did. I was not a uh, a connoisseur of Jerry Reed music. I did. I didn't. You should be listen to his entire discography. But I, I do know Eastbound and Down. I do know when you're hot, you're hot. Right. Nine oh one Stark Dog. Pick two. Leave one of these puddings. People just they're just still in Gilman. Still in his gimmick. I mean, come on, guys. Come up with your own stuff. Bread, banana, or Jello. First off, Jello is not a pudding. Well, there is Jello pudding. the the is the that brand. What you're trying to say? Yeah, Jello well, then, pudding. Then say chocolate. Well, no, I mean you, you know, like the brand Jello. No, I pudding. get it, but then I mean that's not telling me anything. Is it? Is it? Is it chocolate? Is it vanilla? Is it butterscotch? What is it? Well, okay, so bread pudding and banana pudding are are their own or yeah, their yeah, own I, thing. I agree. And then Jello pudding is like just you know like the Bill Cosby I, thing, like. Well, let's let's uh, you know. You know, but that's what it is. Like it's just I, pudding. I get, I get what you're saying. I he, really do. He's. Just, I think he's just saying like just that pudding, like that kind of pudding. Oh, okay. But banana pudding, I had that for lunch today. That's got vanilla wafers, yeah. bananas in it. Bread pudding has bread in it and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I know so, what is getting pudding. Okay, so for the for the interest of just me and you sitting here, let's just say Jello pudding is just your regular mm-hmm. chocolate or vanilla pudding. Okay. All right. No, no other substance. Where in are you it, going? Just pudding. Then? I'm going to go banana pudding, bread pudding, jello. Going bread, jello, banana. I don't like bananas. So. God. So. God forbid you eat something healthy like bananas. At least at least at in least, the, at least in the banana pudding there's maybe there's some raisins in the in the bread pudding. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had white chocolate bread pudding? Well, yeah, our friend Robert St. John makes a mean oh, one. My it's so good. Good raspberry gracious, sauce. Oh. I uh, we had some of that last year, didn't we? Probably, yeah. Uh, another one from 901 Stark Dog. Which coach will have the most success in year one with the current roster, Chris Jans or Sam Purcell? That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, my first instinct says Purcell because I think that he's going to be – he's going to adapt a little more to whatever roster he has. He's going to be kind of a guy that floats. I'm not saying that – Jans won't, but I think Jans is going to be a little more specific with what he wants to do. And if Mississippi State is returning Anastasia Hayes, Maya Taylor, Jessica Carter, Danae Carter, Ja'Kayla Jordan, I I feel like they're built a little more to, and in women's basketball especially, 
I think they're built a little more to have a little more success. Um, and that you know, I, I think it's I think it, it'll be easier for this team next year to make the NCAA tournament. And they were two wins away from making it this year, and they were kind of a disaster roster wise. So I feel like you know, and he can go to the transfer portal and fill a couple holes. Um, to me, it feels like that is the answer right now. Yeah. But you know, we'll see. Here's a question for you. I got my own rumblings question. I'm just going to throw it in. More important player that could come back: Molinar or Hayes? That's a good question. Um, hmm. I feel like it's I feel like it's Molinar. Yeah. Because there's not a whole lot of guys on this roster that. I mean, there's not a whole lot of girls either, but a guy that that's going to score eighteen to twenty points yeah. a game. You know, they, well, they just like didn't have enough with offense. With Jessica Carter coming back, you got some offensive options. Yeah, but you don't have that with the men. So right, yeah, Molinar is probably the answer, which I don't expect him back anyway. No, I don't either. Brogan Fairchild wants to know who is the biggest jabroni in the SEC. Who do we want to make humble? I mean, I, I think you know the answer to that. Who? I don't want to say it. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. Who's the only team that hasn't been in the SEC championship? Oh no! I'm ta- I want to get more specific. Like a oh, person. person. Who's the biggest jabroni? Um, my first thought: Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl's a good choice. Eli Drinkwitz. Oh yeah, that guy's the worst. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Harson is a jabroni. Yeah. He is. Yeah. The the thing about Eli Drinkwitz is like, you know, they've won like five or six games yeah. each year, and he acts like they're national champions. It's just it's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, Pat and Paris are either of us concerned about Coach Jan splitting time between coaching and Congress? I get it. I get what you did there. Good with Pat. Uh, the American Dream has a question. Do you mind if I talk like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes? Please do. Right. Daddy, why is the uh, Ole Miss student newspaper called the Clan Ledger? If you will, you would think there would be at least two first names, like like a first name would be like Arn Anderson, <laughs> Ole Anderson, Tyler Blanchard, or Sykes Orvis. Sykes Orvis would be a, a good name for him. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Daddy? Clarion Ledger, man, they are. That one goes hand in hand with with Patton's question. Yeah, too. just rough times for them. Oh, man, so. I just I don't understand how this keeps happening, mm-hmm. and it's just. The the problem I said it the other day. The problem is you're allowing people from outside of here to write these stories. Mm-hmm. These people aren't from here. They don't know how these fan bases react, and it's just like, like why are these people writing the stories? I I don't understand. Why is a guy from Nashville writing a story on Mississippi State? It it's it, it does nothing to help the credibility of that newspaper, and I. I feel sorry for the people for some for some of the people that work there and actually work hard to try to be good journalists when somebody like that comes in and writes a, a dumb headline. It's just it's it's beyond belief. It is what it is, man. I just they don't do that, and I feel like I said I always feel bad for the people who uh, who like whoever's going to take Andy's job, the new big. I feel bad for them. They they they, they walk into a no win situation. Great question here from our friend Double A, the Enforcer, Andy Atkinson. Three WWF crews run on a Tuesday night with house shows in Phoenix, Arizona, P 
Peoria, Illinois, and Bismarck, North Dakota, which one are we going to go to? So here we go. Here we go. This one is in, uh, where, where, where is the, I don't know. doesn't matter. We've got the Ultimate Warrior versus the Macho Man. Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus Ravishing Rick Rude. I mean, this isn't a good match here. Red Rooster versus Brooklyn Brawler. Be a good technical match. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. A couple of backstage stages yeah. for Vince McMahon. Jim the Anvil Neidhart versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. And this is probably the second best match. The Brain Busters versus oh the Rockers. Gosh. That's a great match. Yeah. All right. Then over here in Peoria, we've got Jake the Snake versus Andre the Giant. Man, you know what this poster reminds me of? Mm. That old Sega Genesis yes. WWF yes. game? Yes. Like the, I forget Duggan. what it was, like WrestleMania or something like that. Hexall Duggan versus Dino Bravo in a flag match. I like that. With Frenchie. With Frenchie, yes. Hercules versus King Haku. Rick Martell versus Bad New Brown. So we got face Rick Martell. Mm-hmm. Coco Beware versus Mr. Perfect is a good match. Oh. Hillbilly Jim and the Big Boss Man with Slick. With Slick. The Dr. Style. And the Bushwhackers versus the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers. And then over here in Bismarck, Demolition versus the Powers of Pain. Tito Santana versus Ted DiBiase. That's the main event. Demolition versus yeah. Powers of Pain. Big John Stud versus Akeem the African Dream. Brett the Hitman Hart versus the Honky Talk Man. The Blue Blazer. You can see Owen Hart. Yeah. Versus Outlaw Ron Bass. And Sam Houston versus Dangerous Danny Davis. Which is Jake the Snake's brother. Yeah, I did not know that until that, uh, that Dark Side. Dangerous Danny Davis was the ref, the ref. right? I'm going. Okay. The answer for me is I, I'm going to go see Andre the Giant. I'm going to Peoria, Illinois. I'm going to go see Andre the Giant. And this this was like some of the first wrestling that I got into was this era. Going to not not I, I was born in 1989. So, but this era here was that that's when you went to the video store. They had you know the old Royal Rumbles and WrestleManias and yeah. This was like the time where they had the Royal Rumble. It was like, yeah. I'm ready for a 29 man coming in, 29 going over the top, and I'm gonna win it all. You yeah, know? exactly. That that was my era right there. Jake the Snake, Perfect. Hulk Hogan. That, yeah. I'm, that's where that's where I'm going. Hogan not working any of those shows is interesting. He, he's not gonna work some jabroni. I don't work show. the house shows, brother. He's got to be on right. television, man. Hunter Bolin wants to know: Is there a sports movie scene that is so bad it makes you cringe every time you see it? Mine is Air Bud Two Golden Receiver. It's really hard for me to believe that Air Bud is roasting DBs on the football field. Yeah, those. I mean, that doesn't even count, really. Come on. So you know what mine is, and I've said it many times on this show. It's the last scene of, of Remember the Titans. Titans. I'm supposed to believe that they ran a reverse. 60-plus yards for a touchdown in the last play of the game. Come With on. the quarterback clearing the, yeah, the, the lane for him. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's, nah, that's nah. just poor. That's really poor. Is there one for you? Uh, Maybe not another team movie whenever they destroy Marty and his entire body is... Oh. <laughs> Do it for Marty's torso! Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Brian McDuff, my good friend, wants to know, will the NFL moving to Amazon Prime open up better games for college on Thursday? I don't think that it will. Mm-mm. I think that, first off, Amazon Prime is something that a lot of people, most people have. People will get to have the, to watch those games. And then Thursdays, I mean, they're just, the other thing is, colleges don't want to play on Thursday. They want to have their Saturday games. So, But I miss those, man. Oh, when they were like good? Like SEC they had game great on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Those are so much fun. I mean, yeah. State, that was a big deal to get to get that game back in the day. You know, State would play like the yeah. first game of the year or something on yeah. Thursday. yeah. 
played South Carolina a and couple then times. Became, then it became a thing where it was like it was just too much. Yeah. It was like every year we were, we were having a Thursday night game here. Nathan Taylor asked, when Sam Purcell was announced as the new coach. We're under a tornado warning right now, by the way. Great. <laughs> I've always loved you. Uh, how if many Gen X? <laughs> Make no mistake who you are. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't resist. How many Gen X fans pictured this guy asking for a friend? He's got a picture of Sam Cassell up there. Well, I did because yeah. I knew the difference. But I, I'm right there with you, Taylor. That's the I keep kind of going back to that to Cassell Look and at Purcell's teeth. What, what was his nickname? When didn't he have a nickname? He did, but let me see if I remember it. Let's see if I can find it. They called him Sam I Am. And Sam I Am. Yeah. Look at his teeth, though. Could he could eat an apple through a cyclone fence. <laughs> My God. You calling him a horse? He's got horse teeth. Okay. All right. Uh, Brad Baxter, who's the next Diamond Dog to make his MLB debut? Uh, I guess, it, well, uh, yeah, debut. Never mind. Um, Ethan Small. That's probably a good choice. Yeah, that's probably a good choice. He he's he's going to be in their starting rotation, I think, this year at some point. Yeah, I, it would not shock did me. You see at all. Bednar throwing ninety six. Yeah, that dude's he's he's going to move up quick too. Move quick, yeah. he's got some sick stuff. But small is the answer, and then you're going to have Hunter Renfro, Ethan Small, and Brandon Woodruff all in pitching or pitching or playing for uh, the same team. Pretty cool. Justin Strawn says, I've been watching an insane amount of TV and movies to do my podcast with Ryan Nelson. Don't forget to check out the Main Attraction podcast. Great stuff if you're into pop culture. And haven't really had much to ask you guys these past few weeks. Do you forgive me? Of course, Justin. We're family. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been kind of upset that I haven't seen him pop in there like two minutes after this thing gets put up, you know. Yeah. But um, maybe uh, next well, time. I can understand. He's a busy man. I can understand. Jeremy Brown, great question. Can't ask. I'm not going to ask that. Though. I'm not going to put Robbie in the in, in into the, uh, the the grinder like that. <laughs> but a fantastic question, and we all laughed at it. Tanner Bolware says, "My fiance currently has a better bracket than me in March Madness. What are some positives I can take from this, if any at all?" Well, I mean, if there was money on the line, you let her pick next time. Yeah, she's obviously smarter than you. That's usually how it goes. Though. Like when you you can't overthink this. Yeah, like, exactly. You just kind of have to tinker around with some stuff and see what you could what you believe could be upsets but yeah you cannot predict this i mean it's such a weird thing march this march madness uh sheldon nations wants to know what's going on with time zones in florida what's going on with time zones period so have you seen this daylight savings time is, is going to be Might like be going away, redacted yeah. or something yes. like is that is that going to go through you think apparently so yes awesome because you know it was created for like farmers and stuff, you know, like so. I mean, do we really need that anymore? I mean, I don't know. Do I don't tell so. people when the seasons change. I don't think so. So we'll see. Reed Green asks: In the spirit of March Madness, uh, does Valparaiso have the greatest buzzer beater in tournament history? The people are asking. It's my favorite. In my unbiased opinion, yes. I think it's right up there with with the tops. In reality, it is. I mean, pretty much Morgan William number one and. That Valparaiso number two. That's on the guy side. I mean, Christian Leitner, Leitner, Lorenzo Charles. Yep. Because I mean, those you're talking about those were a little later in the tournament. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we see the Valpo one every year for a reason. There hasn't been one in a while like that. Chalmers from from uh, yeah. Kansas hit one to send it to overtime. Send it to overtime. It? Yeah. So I mean, I can't remember. The, was it Washington, Florida had one a few years back? 
I can't remember. So yeah, I mean, it's been a, the ones that Valpo stick out. out yeah. The ones, the one, the top two that stick out to me is uh, Drew and Leitner. Yeah, Morgan William. Right. All right. Uh, where am I here? Also, what's our final four predictions? I think I still have three of my final four intact. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna check my bracket real quick. It's so weird, man. I did not fill out a bracket this year. I usually do, but I. I guess I was just busy with other stuff. I, I never did. So I did the uh, obviously I did the Sports Talk Mississippi bracket. Uh, I have all of my final four. No, three of my final four are intact. Uh, so I have Gonzaga, and then I have Arizona and Kansas on the other side. I had Kentucky uh, coming in. Um, it's hard for me to not like Purdue at this point. But you can't count on Purdue. I know. I had UCLA in the Elite Eight, so I guess I'll just go with that. I had UCLA losing to Kentucky. I'll say UCLA makes it to the uh, Final Four. So I'll have Gonzaga, UCLA, Arizona, Kansas. That'd be good I'm going to say Gonzaga, Arizona, North Carolina. I, I could see them surprising. Um, I just want North Carolina to go further than Duke. Possibility. In Coach K's last year. Who does Duke have in this this week? Oh, look at the Midwest. Ten seeded Miami versus eleven seeded Iowa State. Love it. And then, and then a four seeded Providence, so which isn't as bad, but still. Where is Duke? Duke has Texas. Duke's not getting past Texas Tech. Mm-mm. No chance of that happening. I still can't believe uh, St. Peter's man. It's so much fun. I right? think if they advance, I think that's the the furthest of fifteen. Oh, it's got to be. I, I yeah. I don't know that a fifteen's made the Sweet Sixteen, have they? I think one more might have. Eh. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, let's see here. Ford Polk, if there was a Jurassic Park, would you visit that place? Or is it more a, now we've had a few movies as to why this is a bad place. I wouldn't go to Jurassic Park. No. Like I, I, I don't think it's a good idea. Let's not mess with the things that they've brought back to you life. You were so busy asking yourself, if you could, you never asked if you should. There you go. Is it acceptable to quote tweet a rumblings tweet? No. Absolutely not. not. Why could Mullen beat Kentucky basically every year at State but was 500 against them at Florida? They've gotten better. Yeah, that's that's the answer. His last two years, he was 1-1 against them. Stoops started getting that thing going a little bit. And, I mean, Kentucky is, you know, they were so determined to end that streak. They've lost like 20-something straight. Yeah. Florida is like they're... 30. 30 straight. Was it that many? Yeah. Florida is like they're Alabama. You know, like that's like Mississippi State versus Alabama. Like, state cannot beat Alabama. So they're like really, ju- they were really just determined to beat them. You know, st- state and Kentucky have been a little more competitive over the years. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? Uh, Andy Lossick, would you please consider dropping the locked rep- replies requirement? There are a lot of times I have better rumblings questions and I want to schedule them for a Monday. But their feature won't let me lock the replies. Can we go back to rebuking replies? Listen to me very closely, Andy. Listen to what I have to say. Listen here. Ready? Here it comes. No. And no. We, and and until I tweet out the thing, is we're not going to take questions yeah, anyway. So don't send me. Oh, he's, what he's saying is he's trying to schedule. He thinks of something, and he's like, "Let me go ahead and just schedule it." Oh, okay. But no, no. Andy Lossick, sixty minutes and mash are a couple of things I loathe as a kid, but enjoy now. Even though it makes me feel really old to do so, what's something you hated as a kid, but now like now at your current age? There's a lot of foods that I was very picky as a kid. You think I'm picky now? I was much more picky as a kid. 
Um, lawn care. Lawn care. That's a good choice. Uh, you know, you know, it's like a westerns. Yeah. He's like westerns used to be on. Be like, I don't want to watch this now. If there's an old western on, I'll watch that. Yeah. Um. Like I've become my dad in a way in that my dad literally didn't watch television except for sports. Literally, I mean, did not watch anything on TV other than sports. It was mm-hmm. always on ESPN in his house. And now I've become that. I basically don't watch any TV other than sports. See, I mean, I was kind of like that growing up. Yeah. And now I've switched to shows, documentaries, and stuff like, like that. And people are like, oh, the show's so good, you would like. And I have to like be forced. Like, I watched The, Man- the Mandalorian at the SEC baseball tournament because I was just in my hotel room by myself with nothing to do. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Like you I didn't enjoy to, it. I, I I thought it was great. Okay, loved it very much. So, uh, Trey Talmadge wants us to critique how Anriel Howard, aka Lash Legend, is doing in WWE. I don't. I'm not watching. So go ahead and tell me. I haven't been able to watch many of her matches because she doesn't wrestle on NXT right. really. Like she wrestles on, I think like whatever the other two or five. Maybe not right. two or five live, but with whatever. My, my man. Sudo Shah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she's on right now, but I've seen, I've watched the clips. Mm -hmm. She's got the charisma. And we, I mean, that's something that I knew was going to just flash right away. Mm -hmm. She's got that, she's just got that personality. She's a natural as far as entertainers concerned. But she's got to, um, she's got to develop, obviously, in the ring, but I think she's getting there. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? Justin Holiday asks, It feel like, from what I've seen from Drew Talley, he has good stuff and doesn't get rattled. Why hasn't he been given more high leverage situations so far? I think that's coming. Mm-hmm. I think more, he's because he's, he does feel like somebody right now that you can at least trust a little bit. Here's the thing. We, we discussed this, but from my bullpen, guys, I want somebody that's going to come in there and just pump strikes. Yes. You're, most of the time, when somebody puts bat on the ball, it's going to be at somebody. Now, they might take him out of the yard. He might be throwing BP. But I'd rather him give up home runs than walk the park. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can't have, like, you know, Mikey Tepper's not around the zone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those guys coming out of the bullpen are not throwing strikes. So that's why I was kind of surprised he didn't throw against Georgia, especially when they were up by 15 runs or whatever yeah. it was on Sunday. Um that that's a guy that I like because he he's he doesn't have you know just a ton of swing and miss stuff, but he's going to come in there and he's going to throw it in the zone, and that's who you need in the ball game. You need guys that are going. to – I mean, Cade Smith does that for the most part. Preston Johnson does that for the most part, and if they if they do walk a guy, they're not going to let it snowball. They're going to come after the next guy. Yeah. So those are the ones that are I think you're going to see pitch as the season goes on. The ones that are that are throwing strikes are the ones that are going to be in there the most. I agree. Jason Luckett said we we had Rick Rick's Rowdies when I attended MSU. Will the new student section be called Jan's Fans? I agree with some of the people on the board. You didn't make it team specific. Yeah, so you don't have to change it. Again. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Don't don't follow the Rick's Rowdy uh, right game plan there. I agree. I agree. Alexandra Watson says this past week I took my daughter up in the Willis Tower, formerly Sears. 1,353 feet high. No chance I'd get up there. No. No chance. No chance. And on to the glass observation deck. So you're on a deck that's made of glass so you can look straight down 1,500 uh-uh. feet. No chance. I'm doing this. Mm-mm. Said it took some coaxing, but she did it. Afterwards, she said she had fun but wouldn't do it again. 
was I wrong to pressure her to go out there? Isn't that what parents do? Like, do this. It's for your own good. You'll enjoy it. It's kind of like, you know, my granddad would throw my dad into the lake mm-hmm. and learn how to, to swim. teach him how to swim. Yeah. Drain, drown or whatever. Yeah. She also wants to know how are Archie and Zoe? They are doing just fine. They're still there? Yeah. Oh, man. This this poor woman, Alexandra, her entire floor has been pulled up. They're having to redo the foundation with the house sitting there, basically. Oh, that's who it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. That's, a, that's tough, man. You almost have like a... What What is it whenever you live with someone long enough where they become your wife? Like a common law Common wife? law? Yeah. You These almost dogs. have like a common law. These are about to be your pets. Yeah. Yeah. But they're doing great. Tim Watley, who I have a sneaking suspicion became a dentist just for the jokes, <laughs> is Pico Cones. This should be a good example. Uh, here. Pico Cones, last name pronounced Cone or Con. Yeah, the, the announcer's got it wrong all weekend. It's Cone. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. See, I don't know. I, well, I've we always called to, we, him Con. Pico Con. Con! I think it is Con. The Wrath of Con? It might be. I don't I, I think don't. it's Cone. Is there a pronunciation guide online? You need now to you're out. thinking. We we've got to get it. We've got to get that squared away because I've heard different I've heard different pronunciations. I've heard Cone, right. I've heard Con. Hold on, hold on. Roster. Some of them have like a pronunciation thing on their profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm looking for here. Okay, here we go. Pico. Nope. They Didn't don't have it. it. No, we need to, we need to find out. Is he on Twitter? Somebody just ask him. I don't think he tweets. Still. Uh, Will Chandler, how would the MSU media contingent fare in the following pro day events? The 40-yard dash, the broad jump, the vertical leap, and the bench press. Who, who would win the 40? Who's the fastest one of the group? Stefan? <sighs> and we're only going to talk about the ones who, who showed up today. You? No, probably not. So Stefan? Uh, I would Sock? say either Stefan or Sock. Sock, if He's got those long strides. A long stride. That that would be my. I would have an upper hand on some people because I have long strides. Yeah. But I'm not fast. Right. So, but the broad jump. Again, sock. He's got either either legs. me or sock. Okay. I I I might be able to do that pretty well. All right. Vertical leap. That's sock. He's so tall. Probably sock. He's six foot five. I'd be. Right? I'd probably be second on that. Yeah. And then bench press. You probably. Why? Thank you. I didn't know. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one. Not a lot of questions today. In fact, I didn't even do how many. How many? I didn't even do our. Let's 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 do it here before the last question. Let's. Uh, well, our final question of the day is brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. This what is our last question. This is the last question. A quick one. That's what I said. When did we start this show? One o'clock. We're, yeah, we're we're thirty eight minutes in. Yeah. This is the this one is probably the, the shortest one we've had. Huh? Well, everybody's worried about the weather. Uh, I ain't got time for questions. They don't care about us anymore. Mississippi Beef Council, they care about us. They care about beef. They care about putting steaks on the grill. I like putting steaks on the grill. I'm going to do that very soon. And you should do it any chance you get a chance. So, if you're at the Duty Noble Field this weekend, you're out there in the lounge and you're grilling up, put some beef on the grill. If you're at home, put some beef on the grill. Wherever you are, beef is what's for dinner. That's the, the message from our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. This weekend, you know you'll be headed to Two Brothers for at least one meal while you're in Starkville. Anytime you are in Starkville, I can't recommend it enough. Every time somebody says, hey, Brian, I'm coming to Starkville this week. Where should I eat? I always drop Two Brothers right off the top. The food's great. The people are great. And it's always a good time at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. 
They make it really simple for you at Advantage Business Systems. Great products and great service. And I know that everybody offers that, but not the way that Advantage Business Systems does. Not everybody has the selection of products they have at Advantage Business Systems. And not everybody, and nobody, especially these big box stores. I get that they're convenient and they're located. I get it. Really, I do. But it's the difference between having to call a 1-800 number and being on hold and talking to somebody who's not from Mississippi and talking to somebody who's going to tell you that they can be out there in 7 to 10 business days versus talking to somebody on a 601 area code number who lives here in this state, who understands what your problems are, and is going to get out there and fix them within 24 to 48 hours. That's the Advantage Business Systems difference. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Last question comes to us from Dr. Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Of all the SEC basketball jobs that were open, which one would you have taken? Florida, probably. Florida is my answer, yeah. Wouldn't touch LSU right now. No. Which we've, we found out why Matt, why Matt McMahon took that job. It's a $2.7 million a year and, job and uh, for seven years. Seven years plus a year extension if they are hit with major sanctions. Yeah, so I mean... He, so he's got security. Scott Woodward was smart. He's he's a good AD. He's yeah, a really he's, he's good really AD. Good. I mean, and they got the money to spend. You might as well go try to lock somebody down that's a, that you feel like is a really good coach here. So, I mean, good for them. Last but not least, our question from I got one more. It's not a question, but I want to bring it up. Hey, Dr. Tony Loper, how often do you think players look forward to a coaching change? I think you have some players that do that. Some do. And I, some I think most. I think some of these. I think most of these Mississippi State players they they really respected Ben Howland and um you know I I don't think that they I don't think that this group was really particularly excited about a coaching change, but um you know. More often than not, a coach comes in here and kind of settles those worries and things yeah. like that. So, you know, we'll see if that, that happens with Mississippi State. All right. Not a question here, but our friend Daniel Black tweeted at me, this guy is on the Ole Miss football team. You will never find a more Ole Miss name in your entire life. You li- The new running back transfer from SMU, Ulysses Bentley IV. I'm going to disagree with your, your take, Mr. Black. I'll tell you why. And I brought this up on Sports Talk Mississippi. Ulysses and the Rebels – Tend historically, they didn't, they didn't get along. They didn't get along, you know. So I don't know how that's going to work. I'm sure it'll be an odyssey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little intelligent humor there for you. Wah, 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 wah. All right, tomorrow's show, a little football show tomorrow. We'll talk spring practice and the start of that. We'll talk about pro day. Uh, you guys, hopefully, as you're listening, you've stayed safe through the, through the severe weather. I uh, hope you guys are feeling okay. If and you know everything's good with you. And we will be back with you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.